Right, dude. So if you could give us a quick uh, 30 second, I'll get the timer up and everything. Um, a 30 second elevator pitch um, and then we'll get, we'll get cracking. So, so this is who I am and what I do, right? Yeah, just don't go too deep into anything because I don't want you to ruin any of my questions. <laughs> no, that's cool. cool. That's cool. So, yeah, my name's Alex. I, uh, I coach men uh, on how to get in the best shape that they've been in and how to create more discipline. So background as personal trainer. Uh, now I do more coaching uh, and I am very much into uh, practice what you preach. So I eat, eat, sleep and breathe this whole discipline game and self-development game. And that is what I do. And that is all that I do. Beautiful. You did that in 20 seconds. I'm well impressed. Yeah, I don't have much to say about myself, dude. That is, <laughs> that is my life. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, dude. So, um, first three questions. So, if we were to order a takeaway right here, right now, what sort of takeaway would you order? Domino's pizza. Domino's. And what's your order? Uh, I would go chicken wings to start, large meat feast, and then some chocolate cookies with ice cream to finish. Naughty. Awesome. And then, but ties in really nicely, what flavour ice cream? Chocolate. Plain chocolate, chocolate. boring. Ooh. Yeah, mate. Old school. Chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. Put those in a bowl. I'm happy. Oh, really? Oh, I'm yeah, excited than that. No, yeah, mate. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> old school. If I was going a bit crazy, maybe a little bit of kind of like fudge brownie or a bit of mint chocolate. Okay. Like that, yeah. yeah. Spice spice it up. Yeah. Awesome. So we're we're gonna start in uh, uh starting. We're gonna start off um with the thing that probably probably anyone who knows you gonna is gonna know you most for, and that's discipline. Uh, so Alex is big into big into his discipline, obviously, as he said in his little elevator picture there. Um, so I just wanted to go through a couple of things just to get a bit of an understanding um, and get some insights of yours into the world of discipline. Also, yeah. we, we know discipline as being, I think people think it as being super strict on absolutely everything. Um, but just give us a bit of a, what what is discipline? In sure. Yeah. And this is the, I always ask this to the guys that I'm working with, because I always find that it does mean something different. Yeah. To a lot of guys, and I think when you hear it, it automatically kind of puts you off taking part sometimes because, like you say, it, it comes with this uh, link of like you know, uh, ultimate sacrifices, missing out, being boring. And I used to be one of those guys that thought that you know, a disciplined yeah. life was a boring one. Um, I soon learned that you know, living an undisciplined life was actually you know, the thing that was getting me everything that I didn't want. So for me, it's, you know, I like to try and work on my word. I do like to try and continuously be a guy who does what he says he's going to do. Um, because, again, I never used to be. Uh, and, again, a lot of the guys I coach aren't in that position yet, and they want to be. Um, I don't think any man particularly wants to be a guy who says something and does the opposite. But I also learned that motivation, um, as good as it is, like that goes missing sometimes. Yeah. And when that was going missing for me, everything fucking fell apart. And I was like, well, what's left when motivation goes missing? And for me, the answer was always discipline. It's like, what do I fall back to? What are my general day-to-day -day habits? Am I a guy who kind of backs up his word? And I wanted to go and work on that and improve it. And that's what I've spent the last five, five six years doing. And, you know, hopefully I'm in a position now to be able to I am in a position to be able to encourage and help other guys who want the same kind of results that I've got. Amazing. Um, and how how do you use uh, like discipline in a, like a, like a day to day thing? Because it's we quite often wake up and it can be a bit of a meh. I know I know I do sometimes, and this this is something yeah. that I'm working on is that alarm will go, and I'm like, oh, I can have another fifteen minutes, mm -hmm. yeah, and stuff like that. Is there um how how do you use and tap into that discipline to yeah. 
essentially do what you said you would, like you like you've just mentioned. Yeah, well, I think, like I say, because I've been doing it for so long, I, I sometimes forget how small I started. So something like the alarm clock that you've just mentioned, like that for me is where you should be starting, the very first thing in the morning. So like if you can't get your ass out of bed when your alarm goes off, then you've got very little hope of being disciplined throughout the next kind of 16 hours of the day. So I like to do things in stages. You know, I like to walk before I can run. Yeah. And again, this puts a lot of guys off because, you know, when you're motivated, you want fucking everything and you want it now. Like you want the results, you're ready to go, you're pumped up, you think you've got the willpower, you think you've got the self-control to do it. And the moment that disappears, you kind of fall back to your old way. So I started very much like, look, just get one thing right today, Alex. Just do one thing that you said you would. After that, everything else is a bonus. So I literally kind of created my day like this where I wanted to get my ass out of bed and do something productive. And that for me is reading. Like, I love reading. Um, yeah. And it puts me in a good frame of mind. You know, previously I might've got up, put the news on or been one of these idiots who kind of wakes up and scrolls social media straight away. I kind of knew I could tell I was being either triggered straight away or I was letting that impact my mood. And that was impacting the whole of my day. And like, if you have a few days like that, that impacts your whole week. You have a couple of weeks like that, there's your month gone. And like, that's how you have bad years, you know, you just let these things spiral. But things have to get pretty fucking bad for me to go and work on my discipline. Um, like I say, I only um, you know, dedicate myself to this game because I've lived a life where I haven't been very happy. Um, and it's forced me to look at this stuff. It wasn't really an option. It's forced me to go away and improve this stuff. Um, but yeah, that's where I started. Like, you know, yeah. I use it to get the outcomes I want each day. I use it to get things done. I use it to get me closer to my goals. Therefore, it gets me what I want. So I see discipline as a good thing. It offers me freedom. So if you're disciplined in finance, guess what? You have more money to go and do the things you want to do. Yeah. If you're disciplined in health and fitness, guess what? You look great and are able to go and do the things you want to go and do. So for me, it's a, yeah, it's a winner. It offers me a lot of the things that I want in life. Yeah, no, abs absolutely. And I get, I, uh, obviously, you said um, uh, a point you made and something I resonate quite well with is, is especially us guys. Yeah. We, we get that motivation and then we want to run with it. Yep. I feel I feel that's completely natural, uh, yeah. but then I think it's the complete opposite with ladies. Is they're like, yeah. oh, we'll we'll take it. We'll a lot. They look at the body, look at it a lot more methodically and a lot more rationally. Whereas we just want to run. Um, but I get. I guess that's just a. It's just a. It's just a. They're just kind of the way the things things are. But like it is. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just de dealing with dealing with what the hand that, the hand that we've been dealt and just play, playing a smarter game, not a, just a fucking balls to the wall crash in two weeks time yeah i mean being motivated is good like you wouldn't yeah, want yeah, yeah. Not to be motivated but i think when you set you've got to be careful setting goals from that position of being on a high because yeah your whole mood is different compared to when you're on a low this is the problem with goal setting it's like well who the fuck's setting the goals is it the motivated you is it the steady you or is it the low you like it depends yeah. who's setting them this is why for me there's got to be a process before you go down the whole goal setting route you've got to get yourself into some kind of neutral path or neutral state of like, you know, calming yourself down, getting into a calm environment, having a little review of what's happened previously and then learning from that. You're yeah. right though, guys think, all guys think they've got great willpower and great self-control. Yeah. And, you know, that's not a bad thing because you don't want to tear a guy's confidence away from him. But what usually happens with guys is they, they keep thinking they have this, you know, this strong willpower. They keep saying they're going to do things they don't. And after a while, they just accept that they're not going to get what they want. So they stop aiming for anything, which is a horrible place for a dude to be. So it's almost like he's gone too hard on his goals. 
realized he's not achieving them and then has said, right, fuck it, I'll quit. And then there's this level of acceptance and resignation of like, well, I'm never going to hit my goal, so I might as well stop trying because it's too painful to fail. And then you end up in your own misery, right? You're like stuck where you're at, not setting goals anymore because of your past experiences because that's where our expectations come from, our kind of our past experiences and results. Mm. But then you get guys, yeah, who have just given up, which, uh, like myself, like that's a horrible place to be, man. That's a horrible place to be. It's not nice um, when you set these goals and don't achieve them, but I think it's even worse when you give up hope that you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some, for some guys, like I think we can, we can, we can dream big. You have a little setback, and you're like, oh, I can never possibly do that. Yeah. I think we. Uh, that's probably another negative trait of us is we, uh, us guys is we let our heads drop quite quickly. I don't know how. I don't know if you if you agree or not, but I know personally for me as well, I'd have one setback and I'm like, no, I can't do it. Go and yeah. go, go victim mode. Put these barriers up. Mm. Can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. So what do we do? Do we encourage guys to aim big or do we encourage guys to be realistic? Because realistic's it's never shit work. Because like, what the, what the fuck's realistic? Like, mm. what is that? Like, you know, do we aim too big like, or do we aim small? Like, there's a lot of things to bring up. Uh, and again, a lot of these will fall into the guys' beliefs, right? But again, your beliefs are they're not that they're not facts. Your belief beliefs are just your beliefs. Yeah. They're not necessarily facts. So it's like. Just because you believe you're not worthy of having big goals, it doesn't mean that you're not. So th there's a lot of work to be done. And I like to unravel a lot of this and go back to what I call the center of like, well, what did you want 10 years ago? You know, when you were younger, when you were, didn't have all these stresses and worries, because the answers will be there. Like we all had dreams and ambitions growing up. It's just sometimes they get fucking crushed or life takes over or we have kids or, you know, we get kind of drawn into work that we didn't think we'd be doing. And then we end up in that like kind of like golden handcuffs of we're getting good money in the job that we don't want to do. So there's a lot of digging to be done. And I think that can scare a lot of people off because they are like, where the fuck do I start? Like, how do I even start to change the way I feel, the results that I'm getting? Like, and like I say, you end up in that acceptance space, which is not good, man. Like, especially if you are not liking what you're experiencing yeah. in day-to-day -day life, it's, it's a pretty painful place to be, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I mean, I, th I think we've already covered where the, the next point of, of, why, of why it's important, why, why the discipline's why the discipline's important just because it's it's that it's the backup thing that's always that always can be that can can be there have you got any um any thoughts or any tips of um when you are thinking about not necessarily throw it throwing the hat in but have maybe having a bit of a fuck it day because i know that's something that um uh us guys would be like, oh yeah fuck it we'll start again tomorrow start again on monday is there um any like thought processes uh that you would recommend trying to go through um when when you, you sort of that alarm bell goes off of oh fuck this fuck this yeah yeah no absolutely i think the first thing would be to do is accept that that's very normal um yeah. i still have lots of those it's just the way i handle them is very different now and mm. this is what real discipline is to me it's like you fall back to your basic level of training my basic level of training is now pretty decent so even on those fuck it days like a bad fuck it day for me is still getting things done it just might not be at my best um, or my diet might not be perfect, but it's still decent. Do you know what I mean? Things don't crumble now. Um, but again, this is a slow process. This is putting bricks on top of bricks. Uh, and what we've just referred back to, guys want to have like the whole house before laying a good foundation. And it's like, well, no, dude, let's start here. The problem with that is it's not very exciting. Like, you know, it's hard to get a guy motivated enough for doing the very basics. But in my opinion, if they're not there, you've got nothing to fall back on. Um, and it might mean slowing down a little bit. Um, 
doesn't mean like don't work hard and don't have ambition but for me yeah like nailing the nutrition and getting yourself just into a I think a decent mental state is way more important than shooting for big goals because the, the guy who hasn't got those basics doesn't have the capacity to pull off the big fucking goals anyway yeah. so in that sense you are setting yourself up to fail you've also got to you've almost got to build the guy first and then start kind of like you know, having the bigger ambitions as, as, as you start to develop more courage, more strength, more discipline, that's the guy who will go on and achieve the bigger goals in the long run, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And like, uh, do you think of fucking um, <laughs> like discipline and, be, and having, having a plan as well? Obviously, we both know that that's absolutely essential to achieving anything. Do you think yep. uh, Jeff Bezos built Amazon without having a plan? It's insane, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you've got, you, you know, you've, you've got these guys who are out there that are, you know, super rare that like might have fallen lucky or just grinded their way to success. Mm. But in most cases it doesn't happen. Like you said, you need a plan, right? Or, or, or blagging it without a plan will only get you so far. In most cases, uh, I know I've blagged my way for a lot of life and it, yeah, it it does only get yourself to a certain point where if you want to go to another level or new level, yeah, of course there needs to be some, some strategy behind your day, just your day-to-day routine as well as your business plan. There needs to be some kind of plan to stick to. And again, there's no reason to be disciplined if you don't have a plan. Like, what would you be disciplined for? Exactly. Same if you don't have a goal, like what the fuck would you be motivated for if you don't have something to be motivated for? Like you need that goal and you need that plan to, to get the discipline and the motivation and the drive to get out of bed. Like it's hard to get out of bed, dude, if you haven't got a fucking reason to get out of bed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some I, of the worst times of my life have come through just not having a reason to pretty much exist for the day. You know, no wife, no kids, uh, a job that I wasn't happy in. It's like, shit, what am I, what am I doing on this planet? Why am, why am I wasting my fucking time and energy? Like, what's the, what's the point of life? What's the purpose? Uh, and those questions, you know, yeah, they're pretty, pretty harsh questions, right? But you, they yes. go through your head. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. I, I completely agree. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the purpose. It's the it's, it's a reason like I, I, again exactly the same i know when i've probably been at my my worst there is there's no there's no um there's no massive benefit in that fucking highlight of my day was walking to the corner shop to go and buy a tub of ben and jerry's which yeah, again makes the situation worse and then everything like it's yeah. this it's, it's i don't think it's even a self-soothing it's just a fucking being a dick and Distraction as well. And let's face yeah. it temporarily it does like when you're eating that ice cream like it tastes nice like yeah temporarily it does make you feel better we know you know we've got logic so we know that it doesn't but we don't look that far ahead and a lot of the time the future doesn't seem real so we know we can get away with eating a bit of junk food until all of a sudden we're three stone overweight and then it's very real um yeah, absolutely but we've all been there like you know it's we shouldn't be too judgmental on those guys that are struggling because it's fucking, yeah oh no absolutely yeah yeah like life's tough at times um and sometimes we don't have a say in it Sometimes we've got to manage our mindset more than the circumstance because circumstances could be thrown at us that are out of our control. Like, Absolutely. you know, life, life throws shit at you, let's face it. You could lose your job, you could lose someone that you love, like things like that in life happen. Especially right now as well, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tough time for a lot of people. Um, sure. There's a lot of different things going on. You can imagine being in, in an unhappy home now where everyone's got to work from home, or, you know, you, the, the kids can't get out as much as they used to. Like, that kind of thing would really test me mentally. And I know people are being tested out there. And, you know, I'm as busy as I've ever been now because I'm helping a lot of people um, through this time, you know. And that's how I get my own therapy as well. Like, I love helping other guys 
improve their life as well as my own and that's one way that i do it but you're right right now is is the best time there's ever been a fucking time dude to work on your mindset it's now yeah absolutely i mean i i i've i've done that as soon as soon as sort of lockdown started i was like i mean i've not got an awful else to do works works completely dried up um again very i was very predominantly face-to-face pt yeah dries up i mean i probably barked up the wrong tree we're going down the facetime route but yeah, I, I committed to it, and I and I saw it out for the the, the four months or whatever it was. Um, it was a bit of a bite your teeth and and get and get through it. But I mean, yeah, it was it was it's one of it's one of those ones like um like like anything. But uh, it, yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of trainers out there do who sat back and said, you know, I can't do anything until the gyms reopen. It's just not the best attitude to have, um, and it's hard because like obviously we want to empathise, but we can also see that individuals can help themselves and need to take responsibility for what's going on in their life even though circumstances might be really tough it's still the individual's responsibility uh, and again without you know responsibility is nothing to do with blame but it's it is you've got to take some action especially if you're unhappy in life i think looking back for me in my 20s the most frustrating thing now was that i didn't do more about it um and again i try not to get hung up in this because these are some of the demons i'm battling now I'm really pissed off at myself that I wasted a lot of my twenties being heavily depressed, and I need to I need to move past this now because it's starting to now chip into my you know mid thirties now, and I'm like, well, you don't want to spend your thirties beating yourself up for fucking up your twenties because you'll do this in your forties about your thirties, um, and that's tough, you know, because like life's short, and I think some guys get to an age where they're like, I'm too old, I've blown it, like I should have done this when I was twenty, I should have gone to uni, I should have. You know, whatever it is, and and then you spend years just doing that, and that fucking hurts as well. Absolutely <laughs> kills me when people are say I'm too old to. Yeah, but I get it. Like, I'm only 36, and I've started to say that I want to be an I want to be a writer, and I'm like this morning I caught myself saying if I'd have started this when I was 20, I'd be a, and I thought no 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 no. But it, again, it's things that roll around your head. You shouldn't deny them. Um, a lot of people will have these thoughts in their head and, and keep them in there. They'll be embarrassed to come out with them. Um, but no, I come out with this shit all the time. And I write this shit down. I write all these these things that crop up in my head. So I've got a whole list of things in front of me just to the side here, actually. Like, you know, you're a fucking terrible writer. You, ne- you, you know, you're not talented enough. Who are you kidding? What have you got to speak about? No one's going to read it anyway. All these things that are in my head. And then I'll try and spin them around and reframe them a little bit because they're there. Like, yeah. they're not them would be foolish, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's good for us guys to come out and say these things, these these fears that we have, these struggles. Because I might be perceived as a success on social media, but I only put the good stuff out. Like I talk about some of my struggles, but I'm not going to share my deepest, darkest fucking insecurities on a social media post. You know, on these podcasts, uh, you know, I'll start coming out myself a bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but you know, this is the this is the issue. A lot of guys, I think, look at other guys and assume that everything's sweet, and it's not always sweet. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's 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 literally it's literally a highlight reel. The whole Instagram, Facebook, and all, all of that jazz. Okay. It's, it's it's there to be like, oh my god, look at me, look at this, do this. And yeah, but do we do the same? Do you do the same? I do. I put my highlight reel. So absolutely, I, I'm a bit I'm a bit of a hypocrite. You know, I'm out there saying that you know everyone's just showing their highlights. Well, guess what? So am I. Um, and again, this is my biggest battle in life right now. I want to get off social media, but. You know, I've got a business, so, you know, I've got, I've, got to, I've got to still pay my bills as well. And I've still got to be able to let people know that I can help them. I've still got to be able to put my content out there. 
um, and I've, I've, I've found ways to manage this now. But social media is for me, like, and I'm not saying it is the devil because I don't think it is, but, but personally, like, if I'm ever going to be distracted, I will go to social media. I find it very addictive. Um, and if I'm feeling down or a bit lonely, like, the tempting thing is to just jump on my phone, mm. scroll, message, f- fucking pointless messages, Instagram, Facebook. And this has been my biggest thing of the year. Like, this is what I've really doubled down on. I've got my screen time down myself away from social media a bit more don't have the apps on my phones and stuff like that Uh, and it's helped um, but it exposes you to what's left so when you haven't got the distractions of life then you have to look at doing the real work which again is fucking terrifying because if you've got all this free time and you're not happy with what's going on in your life you've actually got to do something about it and that's why we go to distractions isn't it it's like you know we would go on facebook so that we don't have to face what we actually should face yeah yeah no absolutely like it's you just, I, I'm, I'm so guilty of, it, of being like, oh yeah, we'll just do, just do this oh, for five minutes, and it isn't it because you look at the look at the clock and it's twenty minutes later, yeah. and you're like, oh, I, I don't know about you, but I certainly, I'm always like, let's round it up, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? But like, I'll be there like, oh, let's, if we've done it for twenty, might as well do it for thirty, like just because then it's a round number and it looks like a block block on the planner, and I'm like. No, yeah. what the fuck? Then you can go into fuck it mode, right? Like we've said. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no point having a timer today. I'll just waste my time. So yeah, for me now, it's a post on Instagram. Delete the app straight away. And I do that once or wow. twice a day. There's no scrolling. I haven't seen a Facebook news feed for about eight months now. So I don't know what anybody's up to. Uh, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Uh, and, and that challenges you in different ways. Because like people always say, like, did you see this on Facebook? Or, and I'm like, I haven't really got much to talk about with people. I don't watch the news. I don't read newspapers. I don't fucking waste my time on Facebook newsfeed anymore. And a lot of this stuff is what most people talk about. I, you know, I don't watch much TV. I watch a little bit of Netflix. That's it. Um, so it, it's quite a lonely journey. Like a lot of the guys in our coaching program that we do yeah. all know this. Um, and that's why it's good to be around other guys that are on this mission. But, you know, it can be quite lonely if you're, other, you know, if the majority of your mates are not into this self-development game. or your Yeah, family that's a big challenge that I've had. not interested not interested yeah and i've spoke to a few guys this week who have had the same Mm. the the, the same problems i'll be like you know they're struggling with the fact that they don't feel supported or they feel alone in this journey yeah 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 but it's it's as well it's as when when you realize that you don't need support you don't necessarily need mummy to give a give a thumb thumbs up to you Uh, you don't need that yeah that your your own your own entity your own man your own your own being you don't you don't you don't need the approval of others and once how much courage does that take now a lot right yeah and i mean i've started to tap into it a little bit more and there's been things where i've like oh rewind the clock six months and if i didn't have his approval or her approval i would have wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. but now i'm like oh fucking let's go for it like yeah it's really liberating it's refreshing that is yeah massively yeah. Yeah, a long yeah. time to to make decisions based on what I wanted rather than what other people were going to think or feel or judge me for. And yeah, that's a nice position to be in. I think you really know when you're in a half decent place, when you make decisions that are best for you and, and not everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm there by any stretch of the imagination. I did have a chat with someone the other day and they were like, they were like, you, you, you still worry what people will think. And I'm like, normal right i don't think think you'll ever remove it i think it's to the degrees of what it affects you it's something i want to definitely definitely 
definitely improve and awesome. trying to get everyone's opinion and be like, oh, do it mm. like them. Yeah. Well, look, we all want to be liked. Like, who who wouldn't yeah. want, you know, who'd want to be hated or, or, or an outcast yeah. or not? Do you know what I mean? If we had the choice, we'd rather be liked by everybody. That's a very human right. nature, isn't it? course it is dude of course yeah. it is so to go against that or to do things that you know are in you that you want to do that might not seek ma- many people's approval is yeah it's hard it's like we've mentioned the word lonely that's that's another way of feeling lonely and isolated but it's also fulfilling when you do what you really want to do that's a good feeling and that for me offsets that feeling of needing approval from everyone um and that yeah that's one of the one of the best things that i can recommend to anyone listening to this is to work on that aspect of your game um, try and value people's opinions less um, and if you can do that you'll be in a much better place and life is so much better if you live it like that yeah no absolutely and I mean like something that I've found is sometimes if I do want someone else's opinion I'll go and ask someone who's very well versed yeah sure so someone who's like like they say that I've got a business idea or a marketing thing or like stuff like that something, something I'm not so good at or something that I'm yeah. working on I'm be like oh right well could I know Jimmy's very well versed in copywriting what, what do you think of this yeah, yeah. oh it's missing this and a call like a, that call to action shit I yeah. value that opinion higher Maybe. than I could because I could show that to my like whoever like a like a close friend or family member who doesn't really know yeah. it will value it and they'll be like yeah yeah it's great i think that's really good i think that's really funny but it won't get the desired effect because not knock knocking anyone but they they don't necessarily know what they're talking about so that's what i've what i've done has been like instead of being like oh look at could you look at this it's a like what does someone who is in a different league to me think of it yeah no absolutely i remember showing my book to a, to a close friend uh and she said it was great. She was like, I really like it. It's really good. Um, and then I sent it to a, a, an actual writing coach. And she said it was fucking shit. <laughs> she said it was terrible. But she she hit me with the truth. And it was her advice that I was after. The, like you said, the expert. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we ask sometimes for people's approval rather than their opinion. We ask people who we know they're going to say, of course, it's great. Because they, they probably love us, you know. So we, we could create, you know, utter shit. And they'd say, it's fucking good, you know, it's great. So they don't want to hurt our feelings and they might think it's good because it's us and they love us. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the person who's separate from our life, the expert, as you'd call them, which is right, they'd probably tell us the truth. And that's who, that's who we should be. If we're seeking opinions to take us forward, uh, they're the people who we need to go to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Amazing. Uh, and just, I just wanted to get, some, uh, get a quick opinion before we move on to, to something else Probably. on the whole discipline thing. Yeah. Is, uh, how how do we create that discipline? Is there yeah. any uh, like uh, processes or um, frameworks that you use to be like this is how I, this is how I do it? Yeah, sure. So inside of the Discipline Twenty Eight group that we're in, the first thing we look at is like, like where do you at least want to go? Like where are you heading? Because again, without without knowing that, you don't really have a goal or a direction, yeah. and then like you can't create a plan if you don't know where you're going. You can't create a plan. Yeah. And without that plan that we spoke about, you've got nothing to be disciplined for. So they're the first two things we look at, you know, a little bit of purpose, like, you know, what are you going to get out of bed for? Which, you know, could be anything small, but just a reason. Um, and then what is your plan to go and execute on that purpose? And then what we do is you know, we offer a, a place where there's a lot of accountability. 
Yeah. So it's much easier to get away with things in private, to fail in private. When we start creating this group uh, environment where it says, look, dude, you turn up every morning, you announce to the group the three things that you're going to do for the day. Like, no matter how big or small they are, these are your commitments. We call them priorities. As yeah. in, they fucking happen. Like, we don't allow them to rely on anybody else. This is down to the individual. Uh, and the next day, you report your score and you go again. And this just creates that habit of like showing up and getting things done. As soon as a guy realizes he can do that and he can be disciplined at a basic level, he then wants to do more. He has a little bit of belief in himself. Uh, and again, once you see that you can stick to your word, which is a big doubt for a lot of guys, yeah. like that starts to create this thing called discipline. Like I'm going to say, I'm going to do, uh, I'm saying I'm going to do something. I've now got this new proof that says I do it. Rather than all the old proof that kind of goes against my word, I'm, like, I'm proving to myself and to these guys that I'm a man who says something and does it. Mm. And that's, that's all discipline is. It all, that's all it comes down to. So even on the days where you don't feel like doing the work, like you still turn up and do it. That's real discipline. Not just doing it on the days where you feel like it. Otherwise, we'd all get fuck all done. Like we'd never work out. We'd always eat shit. We'd never work that hard. Let's face it. it like... You know, if we could pick um, a life that was a little bit more convenient and easier, we probably would. So, yeah, that, that's, that's the process I take them through. And then I train them and teach them how to, you know, create better strategies to get even better goals and, and, and so on. And it becomes this game, becomes exciting. of like, well, what can we achieve if we've achieved this in 28 days? You know, and a lot of the guys see, like, some pretty transformational results, like, just in the way they feel, like, where the fuck do we go now? And that's a really exciting place for God to be. Amazing. Um, that cool. Uh, so like what I think, I think as well, and something that I found is if you don't uh, quite, quite often, the, the standard that we will in private hold ourselves to tends to be pretty low. We put yeah. a real low bar in and, Oh, it'd be okay. This is, the, this is a real thing that I'm tackling at the moment is the meh, it'll be okay. And it's not good enough. And for what I want to be and where I want to go, Matt, it's, it's, Matt, it's it'll be okay. It'll be okay. It's not, it's not good enough. Yeah. So that's, it's like I said, it's, it's creating the, again, it's like, it's a bit like a bit of a motivation uh, thing, but being inherently aware of like, the consequences and, and the benefits, like yeah, real, real basic <laughs> shit. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've made a great point there, you know, about the, uh, the standards, right? Something I always say to my guys is, increase your standards like increase your, that's what and that's what they pay me for because my standards in health and fitness are probably higher than theirs the writing yeah. coach that i see her standards are way higher than mine you know that's why i'm paying her she drags me up to her level and i try and drag these guys up to my level i want their new level of excellence to become normal and it will it will just like my new level of, of, of health and fitness is now for me normal some people might consider it as brilliant but for me it's just normal now because i've trained it over and over again yeah. I've always put myself around guys that have been fitter than me, stronger than me. Always had coaches that are more advanced than I am. You know, they've got a better skill set. And that's the only way to learn. We, we, you know, we're not really going to progress if we're like hanging around with people the same level or standards the same as ours. We know this. But it's scary and intimidating for a lot of guys to jump into that, that, that new standard. But you have to go there. You fucking have to go there. Because you want, you want new things. You want better things. So therefore, you have to create a new environment to do that. Yeah, I, I've certainly found that in I found that in jujitsu. It's like obviously I've start I started probably what about two months ago now, roughly. 
Yeah. Um, and like when I'm when 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 I'm on the mats and stuff like that, and I'm rolling with people. Quite a, the majority of people that I would train with are all blue belts. They've got two, three years experience on me, yeah. and they're like their their sort of eyes are on more stripes and purple belts. Yeah, and I go in, and obviously I'm getting tapped and mucked up and fucking putting all different sort of pitches. I just keep on getting caught in triangles at the moment, mate. That's my thing. I need to talk about triangle defense because I just get triangles all the fucking time. Um, so just trying to just like uh, go, going through that. But yeah, I might win more if I was fighting with white belts. But I'm not... Yeah, that might get me some like confidence and being like, oh yeah, I'm a good white belt. But then I'm only... The, I'm a good white belt. I'm not a good blue belt. Yeah, and I'm even gonna. I want to start doing some rolling with uh, a purple belt. Yeah, it's a tough so game. I can game. get to that, and I want going to be at the position where, for not too long, I can catch a blue belt. Not yeah. all the time, but every now and then, I can be like, put it in there, put a little bow and arrow or something, just to be like, "Fuck, okay, like I've got better because I've yeah, caught yeah. that blue belt I wanted to catch." Absolutely, I used to love sparring with um, when I used to box. I used to love sparring with guys that I was bigger and better than um, because I could beat them up. And, oh um, yeah, that was, that was great at the time. Man. I, I my my first tap was on a fourteen-year-old. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you feel great, you know. You you throwing yeah. out your slab and you you feel like the fucking king, like and whatever. And and then you fight someone who's half decent, you get smashed to bits, and you realise you've not been, you know, you've not thrown yourself into the correct kind of training. Look, at least it's a starting point. So if a guy does like play it a little bit safe, still better than not playing, right? So yeah. It, it, but there is a point where you will have to just that that little line that we call the comfort zone. Like unless you just tiptoe over it a little bit, then you're never really going to kind of progress. And uh, yeah, it's a scary place, man. Like you know, it might feel normal to us, but if me and you were now put in a completely new situation mm. that we didn't know, we'd still have those feelings. Again, I think, you know, a lot of this bullshit is around, like, you know, there's some really courageous guys out there who don't get scared. And it's not true. Whenever we're in the unknown, we're, of course, going to feel some kind of fear. It's, it's our ability to handle it and deal with it. That, that's the difference for a lot of guys. Yeah. And I think, I think we, we, there's a lot of things that we say and that we do around um, that, the feeling uncomfortable. And there's a lot of stories that we that we tell and like the when we feel maybe a bit out of place or in that un, the, the unknown and like i think uh like i know matt matt reader made a great point about um okay maybe you think you've got imposter syndrome or maybe you just feel you're in the unknown maybe you just haven't been there before and i, th- I think that's brilliant because i spent the, like the probably the first half of last year being like oh, i feel like an imposter i feel like an imposter well, i've just never been in that position before just so i was just getting used to it yeah, yeah, you're probably feeling discomfort. And um, I think the key to discomfort, and this is, dude, this is so fucking hard. So I'm yeah. probably making it sound simpler than it is. You have to stay uncomfortable. Um, I think, you know, when I look back historically, I'd do an event that would scare me and then I'd feel amazing. And then I'd, and then I'd retreat back to comfort again because like, it was, you know, you know, I was so proud of myself for doing it, but it was over. Thank fuck it was done. I could go back to my home and just hide away again. And I think the key to this, and Joe Rogan talks about this fantastically well. He said, you've got to keep doing it. Like the only way that that, you know, that discomfort will become normal is if, you know, every month you do, you know, you push yourself every month. And that's so taxing, man, but it is true. It's the only way that you'll ever continuously feel fulfillment because if you want to keep growing, 
you've got to set new those standards we've just spoke about dude you've got to drag them up all the fucking time like you can't yeah. just go up a notch and stay there like you have to go again and again and again and again that's tiring man it's hard but the payoffs are bigger like you yeah. get a better life you get better rewards you've just got to be willing to take the fucking punches in the face for it but that's life man yeah and i mean like i was i'd kept it fairly set like with the whole podcasting i'd kept it fairly safe and gone with people that i'd that i've known yeah but for this next for q4 i'm like do you know what i'm kind of just gonna go a bit a bit crazy and just was like started messaging people and i'm like what's the worst they could say what's the worst could happen they could say no or not reply to me yeah, and then i just chase them up again anyway there's a good example so the yeah. fear at first might have been doing a podcast now the fear isn't doing the podcast the fear is now asking people that you don't know so this yeah. is what i mean this i was i felt a bit apprehensive mess about messaging you because <laughs> we'd never we'd never spoke Dude, I'm a fucking nobody. If someone asks me to go on a podcast, I'm I'm fucking flattered and honoured. So like, yeah, you shouldn't have been uh, nervous about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was like, oh, but it's, it's Alex Myers, and like <laughs> Alex is known as a, Alex is known as a bit of a hard man in Unstoppable, and every, yeah. like, everyone's like, oh, Alex Christ, it's fucking Alex, Jesus Christ. I've just been <laughs> a veterans dude in, in Unstoppable. I've just been playing the game for a long time. So, yeah. uh, and a lot of the talks I give to the Unstoppable guys are quite fucking straight straight talking no nonsense uh, yeah and that's just one side of me though um I, yeah no you know, absolutely i've got a big soft you... side you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure if you put um like the the talk that you did at the quarterly out um into like on like social media or like youtube or whatever you'd get so much like abuse like you can't say that you can't Probably. do that people get triggered as fuck because yeah. it's not necessarily for them whereas you know you knew the exactly the type of men that you were speaking to and what you could get away with. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I made clear in the talk, I, I just wanted to say the truth because... Yeah, oh, yeah. There was a lot of like, you know, what do I teach these guys? There was a lot of intimidation for me, you know. I was like, well, these guys are, you know, they're, they're good guys. Like, they know a lot. What, what the fuck can I teach them about energy? So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to speak the absolute truth. Some will like it, some won't. But mm. I was okay with that. I think when you speak the truth and speak about just what you know, like you can handle the criticism better. You can, you're okay with it because it's the fucking truth. So no matter what anyone says, you can turn, turn around and go, well, do you know what, dude? It's just, the, it's just my truth. You don't have to agree. And, I'm, and again, going back to this thing, dude, I'm totally okay now with that, about not being right. Um, I oh. used to defend myself to the death about, you know, this is the way it's done and I'm right. Now I'm like, even I don't know if I'm right. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to say what I believe is the truth. And I'm very open to being... Uh, to, to the fact that I could be totally off. I could yeah. be totally wrong, but at least I can tell you what's worked for me. And that is all I know. And that is the real truth. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel, I, I don't know how you feel, but I feel as soon as we draw a big circle around the truth, and mm -hmm. this is the truth, there's absolutely no conceivable way that it could possibly be anything else, you've instantly lost. And you're instantly wrong. You're instantly false. It's instantly yeah. fake news. Because you're... So someone might view it di differently or there may be some things that you haven't included in in your truth that are sure. true yeah and it may be true to someone else so it's just it's just creating the your truth what you what you believe in and just just being okay with that and yeah someone might tell you you're wrong or you may be wrong at some point but it's yeah like you said it's just, be, it's just being okay with that and like Absolutely. yeah but dude here's a question for you here's a question for you it may like, oh christ yeah is there anything do you think there's anything scarier than the actual real truth like it, it, and here, here's an example like writing this book 
when I actually come to write the actual real truth, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Like when you actually dig deep about human characteristics and like what's in us and like how, how horrible we can be and behave and how nice we can be. Like it's actually scary to look at. Yeah, no, I, because the tr- the truth can leave you massively exposed, and I guess that's the that's the scary thing, isn't it? And we hide so much. Like, oh, f- for some guys, fucking the worst thing ever could be getting changed for swimming, because that might hide some that will expose some of their truths that they wouldn't ever fucking go on about, like their body, their fucking anything else that that they may be exposed by and and stuff like that like it's yeah i i yeah i i agree that's definitely the most scary thing the, it the, is. the real truth as well you know we get taken along this path of life and sometimes we, one day we might wake up and go well you know i've ended up here but like who who am i really like who's the real me you know because i've been influenced by certain people and certain things or i might have come off path and like fuck like who, who's the real me like you know if i take away my house take away my job take away my identity as the personal trainer. Like, fucking, who am I? And I think maybe this is an age thing, dude. I think I'm having some kind of fucking midlife crisis or something. Um, <laughs> but all these, I'm starting to ask all these questions. Now, like, why am I on this planet? What am I here to do? You know, life's so short. Surely you've got to make the most of it. And what does that mean? What is making the most of it? All these things. But I think they're, they're scary questions, but they're good questions. Like, I yeah. think you shouldn't dodge them. Like, you know, to... To question your value on the planet, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like you want to offer value and do something good, surely whilst you're on this planet. Like we we have a duty, surely as men, to just try and do something good, uh, or try and make our own life or somebody else's life better. Uh, and I don't think we should jo- uh, dodge those tough questions, man. But they're 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 very fucking tough to look at. Like you've got to have some courage to go down that route. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think yeah, that's 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 been a big game changer for me as well. Um, but something you briefly mentioned um, in like, the, one of the, the last speech, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but that's that's cool. That's me, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I never. No, honestly, good, mate. It's it's good. <laughs> I, I I my worst nightmare would be I ask my questions, you answer them. Oh, Goodbye. Well, yeah, that's that's the worst thing. So going off on tangents is amazing. I, I deliver these 20 minute trainings that are like 50 minutes long. I always do this. Yeah, <laughs> I just get passionate. I love it. Like you can tell, dude, I love this topic of so. This is what. This is all I do, mate. Uh, I read yeah. books on it. Uh, you know, I study it. I practice it. I preach it. This is what I love doing. So mm, I could talk. Yeah, me, about me too. Like this is. I, th- I think I've technically my on Apple Podcast. This is technically down as a self development podcast or no self help podcast or something like that. Random. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I'm doing with the fitness guys. This is way. We definitely not want to talk about fucking lift yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Awesome. So the next, the next one, um, next topic is energy. Um. And yeah. it's not people think it's what you get from plugging in a to a socket and or what you consume from your food. Like to me, and I know you're probably gonna echo a, like a shadow anything that I say is it's a lot more than that. It's what you radiate and you give out every day, whether it's a, a positive or a negative or high or low energy. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can that you obviously radiate. But do I feel I feel one big challenge for guys is managing it and i know that that's been that's something that i work on every single fucking day is is managing my energy so my question to you is why is energy management so important well dude look energy is like for me it's it's how we feel and what we focus on so it's super important and the very short answer to this is 
the best way to manage it, in my opinion, is to waste less of it. Um, because yes, I remember you saying that at the quarterly. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. It's like, you know, if we're trying to save the planet, we all, you know, we're looking at recycling things and how we can save energy. And on a personal level, it's exactly the same. Um, so, yeah, of course we're tired. You know, if we've got a lot of conflict in us, we're, we're going to be tired because we're fighting ourselves all the time. If our nutrition's not where it should be, basic things like that, basic things like sleep. But, yeah, the, the, the short answer is, dude, that, yeah, it's, it affects everything that we do because it affects how we feel. So our emotions and how we feel will drive our behaviors. So managing energy isn't just about, yeah, I, I feel awake and, or I feel sleepy and tired. No, this is, this is on a deep level. This like affects everything. Yeah. Like you, you've got to have some energy, otherwise you're not going to produce the goods each day. Um, you, you can't really feel motivated when you've got really low energy. It's hard to feel happy or fulfilled or driven when you're fucking exhausted. Yeah, like they don't go together. Like when you're tired, everything's hard work. I'm sure you've been in a situation right where somebody could say something to you. If your energy was on point, you'd brush it off. If you're tired and exhausted, they've fucking offended you. Yeah, they're gonna fucking get it, man. How how fucking dare they? Like it's that difference. Do you know what I mean? And it's um, yeah, I, I had that last week. That last week, and it re- it was such an. It was. I did apologize for it in the end, but like I I was like I was tired. Somebody said something. It fucking made really pissed me off. Fucking triggered me. And then I was like, luckily I had someone there that I could go and like, like rant up, just like let off the steam. But then I was still in that that fucking awful state. And then I went to do something, and it affected the entire room of people. And then I had people message me after, was like, what was up with you? Like, you okay? And I'm like, that to me, that was such a massive insight this week into just being like shit like how the ramifications that it starts to affect other people's days like we we kind of know that but to physically actually see that that was like real really eye-opening for me um to be and like it's very draining isn't it then because you you probably feel quite guilty after because like you say you know you probably shouldn't have bit this person's head off then not only do you feel bad for that but then you beat yourself up for it and then that again becomes an energy drainer, right? Like I've been like guilt, for example, it drains yeah. you of energy. Like it's really tiring when you know you've done something that you shouldn't do. Um, yeah, and it's like a very eggshells. And how can I make it up to you? Like, yeah, yeah. This was uh, the, the, when I had my um, my lowest lowest point when I was like twenty eight. A lot of this was all guilt, shame, embarrassment, uh, and hating myself for the way I was behaving. That was what killed me. Um, and again, a lot of guys are walking around with this as well. A lot of guilt, like d- have done things that they regret doing in life and they don't know how to let it go. Uh, and I don't have the answers to this, but there needs to be some kind of process where eventually we get better at forgiving ourselves and, and move on quicker from our mistakes or at least learn from them because we're going to keep making them. And I think if we, if we really destroy our, well, we can destroy ourselves by focusing on all the things we've fucking done because we're human beings and, um, this is, I've been reading a lot of spiritual books at the minute, dude. And um, this is really kind of like messing with my head because I'm like, I know we've got the power of humans to do some pretty terrible things. Like we're all capable of murder, right? Like we all are. Like someone hurts one of our loved ones and we could kill someone dead. Like we're all, we're all, um, we're all capable of, of being malevolent. We're all capable of being really nasty and horrible. And just to accept that as a human race is quite hard to accept that we can all, be like that 
like everyone on the planet. So yeah, you, you know, you start to become a bit cynical of like life, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but it's there and it's not to be ignored. Like we, and we want to manage that dude. We don't want to be behaving like that. So keeping on top of our energy just helps us be a better person. Like you're yeah. a better, you're not, you're not as much of a dick when you're feeling good. Oh, and it's important that you pay attention to what lights you up. Like right now, I'm awake. I'm fucking, my energy's 10 out of 10 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you've got to pay attention to what lights you up because a lot of the answers are in there. So if we can do more of the stuff that lights us up and less of the stuff that drains us and distracts us like we've spoken about, then organically you're going to see a better result. Yeah, just doing less of the shit you hate. And basically. Ba- basically, and I mean, that's, that's one, that's the, probably the biggest take home from when we had Paul on yeah it was it was the whole just do less of the shit you hate yeah, yeah. you are gonna have to do some things that you don't want to sometimes but that's life yeah but, I mean if you have a choice well, one, you do, right? or two yeah. just yeah someone else do it yeah even if it's like even if you're you know 90% of the time you're doing stuff you hate even if you can shift that to 80% and bring in 20% of doing stuff you like but let's face it we're, we're all guilty of like wasting time like we all are i don't care you know people say to me sometimes i don't have a spare minute i'm like well you, you've still got to look at what you do with that time that you've got and i'm sure we could all creep in an extra 5 10 15 30 minutes 60 minutes a day of a little bit more things that we want to do rather than the bad habits that we've just developed such as watching shit tv or whatever there's definitely i don't think you should ever rule out the fact that you can improve your day and do more uh, things that you enjoy. Otherwise, for me, that's, that's again, that's giving up, that's acceptance. Like, life is 90% shit and 10% good. And I don't want to live like that. If you do, that's cool. But it's, yeah, it's definitely not the way that I would like to tackle things. Mm. And yeah, it, some sort of like turbulence I've had recently is like, why do people create a life that they fucking hate and they moan about all the time? Mm. It's because they get something out of it. Of course. It's, it's, you wouldn't do it otherwise comfortable fucking mo- moaning is great like I-, I could sit here and moan to you about something but like it's because i get something out of it i want maybe i'm getting something off my chest or two maybe i just like doing it yeah otherwise you wouldn't do it no, of course. like, like, like i said the other day. people doing this and it bothers me i know i'm doing something similar yeah so if, if someone tr- you know someone moaning about something triggers me and, and this happens all the time some of my yeah. clients really get under my skin and I'm like, you're not doing the fucking work, client. And then I look at myself and I'm like, yeah, but I'm not doing the work on something I need to do the work on. Might not be in the gym, but that'd be something like writing my book where I know when no one's watching me, I'm not working as hard as I should. Absolutely. It's, it's, showing, it's showing that mirror. Like I, I was, or I've had a big thing recently about this whole like playing the victim mm-hmm. and saying you don't like it. It's only because I do it. And I've done it in the past loads. And I still do it. Yeah, and I think it me, and I'm like, I don't. I think yeah, it was. That's probably only been the last couple of weeks where I've been like, I only know, know that, and I only get triggered by it because it's me. Yeah, and that's that's really that's a big, big, powerful thing that happens. Is you all see that, and you're like, you. all comes back to you. All comes back to me. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's, that's another way of, of of creating more energy when you stop blaming everybody else, which is fucking tiring, man. I've been there. Mm. Um, it's so much better just to go. Everything is on me. It's refreshing that is because all you now all you know that you've got to do is work on yourself. 
yeah. and that's pretty cool. Like you're not trying to change your girlfriend or your wife or your boss, like because that ain't gonna work. Again, I'm only saying this to experience. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. I I I, I second that. I can, I know that. Yeah, it's it's not my responsibility to change people. It's their responsibility to change. Up. And again, from like a coaching perspective, it's it's creating that space and that environment for that to happen and being there to offer the support and advice and accountability to do so. Because like I said, the standard could be pretty low when the when the eyes aren't on us. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I said, that 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 again, these are all really fucking valuable things that I've I've that you I think once you learn them you're like that's yeah that's a big that's a big change the next challenge is then doing them mm. consistently because there's a lot of a lot of good shit we know there's a lot of good information that we have it's just not knowledge yet we don't really know it because we don't do it so a lot of people know what to eat a lot of people know that they should work out a lot of people know that they should save money a lot of people know that they shouldn't speak to their girlfriend like shit but we still do it so therefore we don't really fucking know and, and again, this is this goes goes quite deep, but we don't fucking yeah. know. Otherwise, we'd be doing it. And again, these are all the battles that I'm having with myself. I'm like, my words mean nothing, dude. My words mean nothing. Yeah, they might come across great on social media, but what the fuck am I really doing? That's what I'm now interested in. I feel like I've passed this entry level of talk, and now I'm looking at what I'm really doing. And there's a lot of resistance flying around right now for me. A lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, feel you, I feel you 100%. Yeah, it's very challenging, but I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, I mean, there's there's been things in the past where it's like, I don't apologize. I don't say sorry. Right. I just don't. I just don't do differently or don't do it again. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, me saying some fucking five letter word, like, what's that gonna do? Yeah, it might be like a little, little massage thing, but like, just. I'm just going to change my behavior because that to me means a lot fucking more than saying, yeah, five letter word. It didn't even like, so, sorry, I, I could say another fucking five letter word. It literally doesn't matter. As long if I go and do it again, what, what does some, what does some letters mean? Absolutely. Sometimes we're, we're, we're not always sorry for what we've done. We're sorry that we've been caught doing something or we're sorry That's that we've, yeah. Oh, and like, you know, and, and then we're almost like on the defensive where, like you say, and if you keep repeating that behavior, how sorry are you? Like, and, and again, tough stuff to look at, but it's it's truth, isn't it? If you keep yeah, repeating that behaviour, it then becomes a decision. It's not it's not a mistake; it's a decision, and yeah. they're two different things. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so just, I just wanted to get some of your opinions. What what can we do to ma to manage your um manage manage your energy? Yeah. So again, uh, from the talk that I delivered to to a hundred of the UB guys, when I asked what energy was, it meant something different to everybody. And there's so many things, but I think like the discipline route, you have to start at the very basic level. So look, it's going to be hard to have physical energy or it's going to be hard to have mental energy if you don't have physical energy. So if you are not in a, in a good you know body composition, if you're not in good health, it makes sense to start with those basics of nutrition, movement, uh, and hydration like it really does because like i say without those without your health like what do you have yeah so oh that that would be the first advice i'd give anyone but again it doesn't sound sexy it do, it's not a secret hack you know it's not our top three fucking tips to improve energy like they are they are the real things that you have to do mm. 
Yeah, I think okay. I think people want this set want this sexy sex it up like oh if you put half a lemon and three strawberries in your water your hydration levels will go up 20 percent and your energy will double yeah right no shut the fuck up you like yeah. just get some water in if you really really want to like jazz it up put some fucking squash in it yeah just yeah. so you do it like i don't I don't it's care like isn't it we want to know more than that yeah because we think we know yeah i know i should work out i know i should eat well i know i should drink water but like I say it goes back to well you know are you doing those things because if you aren't doing those things then you've got no right to complain about your energy you you can't like you can't complain about being overweight if you're eating crap like because it's in your fucking hands man like the outcome is with you so you don't really have the right to complain or if you do it's like there's a, a example of wasted energy we're complaining all the time that's just expending energy and then another thing I'm, I'm, I'm really into is something that Jeff Thompson taught me called the palate. Like we have to be careful of everything that we ingest, everything that we watch, read, everything that we listen to, everything, uh, you know, everyone we speak to, everything that we eat, everything that we drink, like it all goes in us. We consume it all. Therefore it has to come out of us. So I'm big into this. This is why, you know, I stopped kind of buying the tabloid newspapers, stopped watching pornography, um, stopped kind of like socializing with certain people that probably weren't, you know, contributing, you know, in, in a positive manner to my life, um, all these kind of things. So, like, I work hard on that, and that kind of thing helps me manage my my energy levels and really concentrating on not fucking wasting any spare energy that I have. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that was the the whole uh, mental digest thing was like kind of, sort of want to will transition very nicely into like what we we're going to talk about next, which was going, which was diving a little bit deeper into that but like um yeah i i've i remember you saying about what what goes in must come out yep like yeah you can't you can't put shit into the machine no. else to come no. out. It might be no perfect. i don't think you can watch negative taking negative energy all the time and, and create a positive outcome i just don't think it works like that so you know i looked at what was going in my body and like i say from from every aspect and i realized that I wasn't fueling myself, you know, I wanted these great outcomes, but I was, you know, I was watching fucking pornography two or three times a day. And, you know, I was fucking reading shitty tabloid newspapers and watching junk TV with, you know, I was more interested in celebrity lifestyle than I was my own fucking um, health and my own, um, you know, outcomes. Uh, yeah. And as a, you know, as a kind of in my late twenties, I just had this almost like this epiphany uh, and said like that, yeah, this, this just isn't the life that I want. It was making me very miserable um so i decided to change it all yeah abs absolutely and it is it's fine it's that fuck this shit moment that's uh, so why i say to to gut like anyone who i work with it was like at some point if you haven't had it already you're gonna hit this fuck this shit moment where you're like it's i i can't stay the same it's too absolutely. too much too painful the, yeah the pain outgrew the, the the kind of like you know the desire to want to stay the same it was like i've literally yeah. got a social media post ready to go on that exact thing on one of my yeah, this shit moments yeah yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's the only way that i've ever really took big action is so what you can get better at though is um when you know that pain is a good driver for you you can start to create more intentionally so you can do this in all sorts of manners but i'm a little bit comfortable at, at, at the minute but i know that for example let's just take finance for example i know that if i paid myself 200 pound a week less I'd, I'd have that pain back of like i haven't got enough money in my life so therefore, it drives. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's ways that you can create new levels of urgency and new levels of pain to make sure that you are 
constantly being driven and, and not too comfortable. Yeah. Um, because I think, yeah, if you stay, you know, if you find things that make you too comfortable, then you don't have really any reason to go out and start chasing these things, and you know, because you feel okay. Um, and if okay is what you want, cool. But most guys actually, you know, if they were to be really honest with themselves, they don't want okay. They want to live a good fucking life. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, the, the whole what what you put in. Um, I mean, the whole lockdown, coronavirus, COVID shit. Just call it that as a broad as a broad term. I think that's exposed a lot of things, um, and you can certainly tell. And I spoke to Paul about this as well. Like, there's a direct correlation between news consumed and fucking worry about coronavirus. And Absolutely. I've seen people with, with like big, thick gardening gloves, like two masks, goggles in ASDA, go and buy multiple newspapers. Yep. And I'm I'm I'm. I was there like pulling my hair out. I was like, you wouldn't be so worried if you weren't watching and consuming all of this stuff all of the fucking time. And I'm pretty sure that they, well, they went and paid at the kiosk. So what are they going to go and buy? Probably fags and booze. And I'm like, you're not, you're not helping yourselves. And Okay, yeah, you, you may be in a more vulnerable group, but come on, like, fucking help, help yourself here. Like, that's, that's something that really... That I probably need to work on in, at my end to be like, it just it just blows blows my mind. Yeah, no, I get it. And um, yeah, my mom, you know, when I went around to see my mom every time during the lockdown, so I used to go and take their shopping storms. Mm. Yeah, the news was on, and it's hard because you know there's someone there that you know that isn't helping them, but they're worried, they're concerned. You know, they think that that information is going to keep them safe, uh, and it's not the case. Yeah, it you know only only makes things worse but i kind of get it i kind of get why you know we like to think that we could trust the information that is being put out to us or that it'd be helpful or reassuring but it's not like that doesn't sell unfortunately the news is now entertainment so whatever spices it up the news will do and again maybe i'm a bit of a you know i'm a bit of a cynic here maybe um maybe i'm looking at all the all the, the downside to it but i just don't trust what the media put out there anymore um i, I don't think it's anything fucking decent in there i think it's all the worst in the world and i don't want to hear it it's you know it's not i'm not going to do anything differently if i watch the news all day i'm not going to go out there and try and save everybody's life who's got corona so why yeah why would i watch all that unless i'm unless i'm going to do something to try and tackle it then yeah for me i'd rather not know what's going on and i don't know what's going on some people might think i'm ignorant i haven't got a clue I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue what the death rate is. But, it, yeah, what do I do even if I know the death rate? What do I do? Exactly. I still have to carry on like normal. I'm, I'm in a similar situation as well. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't watch it. I think I watched one of... Until, the one where the announcement where Boris was like, right, big lockdown. I don't think I watched anything until maybe he was like, maybe till June, July time, so like three months later. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know why I, I watched it. I think it was maybe to get some news on the gyms, but like, I'm, I was like, what, what, am I, what am I gaining? But even, even like where you say, like, you've got, got to wear your face mask when you go into the shop now, you'd find out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, people Things like that will tr- always trickle through the gaps. Like, yeah. But it's important that we need to know that. Like, Cause obviously like if you went to go and do your shopping and you rock up at Tesco's or whatever, and you go to march on in and they're like you haven't got a face mask you can't come in yeah 
but that's yeah. it yeah there's, there's your information that you need to know i fell into the trap for the first few days when the lockdown of watching all the conspiracies you know about 5g and all this and i got wrapped into that for about two days before when i could easily waste all my fucking time watching this shit uh, and, and then yeah you kind of sometimes you catch yourself don't you and then if you're anything like me you cut the head off the snake and go right i'm not just going to watch a little bit i'm going to watch nothing like, i'm removing it i don't want it uh i'm going to focus on what i'm doing and that's what i chose to do in the end yeah and i'm yeah i exactly exactly the same there's no there's no half with me this is why i'm having to probably have a bit of discipline with stuff that i do and because it's not a half measures thing well, why flirt? You know, why flirt with it? Absolutely. Like you're, you're in or you're out. Like, yeah, I, I'm. I think with the way that I am, I'm very black. I'm very white. Mm-hmm. There's not. There's no. I'm not like a grey. Not half in, half out. Yeah. I think deep down, I'm very one or the other. I might think I'm in the middle, but I think, yeah, like a lot of people. There's probably a lot of people like us. There's like a. Mm-mm-mm. There's no. Yeah. yeah well, look, no. it's thing simple. Like, what do I need to know? That's all. That's you think yeah, how much do I fucking need to know? And the very, very simple answer is whether I can go to work or not. That's it. That's all I need to know. So you know, I will find that out, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Awesome. So, like, um, I think I think something really important as well. Um, and I know something that you talk about is like, is it a thing that you say quite often? Is uh, is it serving you? Um, so I just wanted to get some tips around like, the critical thinking of it, because you have to look, probably have to look at it in quite a critical, a critical way to be like, um, is this serving me? Is yeah. this serve, is is it not serving me? What yeah. what could change? Yeah, yeah. If you've got some uh, some tips or some insights into into that, yeah, yeah sure. So it's a, it's a little bit similar to the energy um, part that we spoke about in terms of like you know remove what is taking energy from you if you can like the best way to save energy is to stop wasting it and this is a little bit like the habits that we do so a real simple process that you can go through uh, and maybe you just start with the first half an hour of your day is like list everything you do for the first 30 minutes and just ask simply whether it's making your life better like as in is it getting me closer to the feelings i want or to the goals that i've got or is it taking me further away so if it is kind of scrolling the news app you know, five minutes after you've woke up, is that a plus or a minus? You know, is it is it setting your headspace to be in a good position or a bad position? So that's exactly what I mean by is it serving us? Is it helping us? Because if it's not and we don't need it, we can fucking get rid of it. We can destroy it. Simple as that. And it's, they're so easy to flag up, but you're right. You do have to just step back. Because a lot of habits, if you think what a habit is, a lot of it is, you know, we don't think, we don't even think about doing it. We just do it. We don't have to think. So a lot of the bad habits that we've got and good habits are just there. They're in our routine. So for us to catch ourselves, we might have to step back and slow down. And I'll just look at the things throughout my day. And, you know, is the, you know, is the two hours of Facebook serving me or not? Is it helping me or hindering me? Yeah. It's as fucking simple as that, dude. Because then again, I, I feel like I've removed my right to moan about anything if I've got these things that aren't serving me. If I'm doing everything that I would say is serving me and I'm still not getting the outcome, then I can start having a little grumble maybe and having a look at what I'm, you know, strategies and what I'm really doing. But until I've, you know, until I've done those basic things, until I've looked at what I'm reading, listening to and stuff, like I don't need to go any further. For me, that's enough. And, and that kind of approach has, you know, transformed my life. It really has. You know, I've got a new, new approach to life. I've got a new mindset. I'm a lot tougher. I'm a lot more resilient than I used to be. 
and I've just done the work on myself. I can't work on myself if I'm being distracted by fucking everything else. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you made, what you said about the um, uh, going on your phone first thing in the morning, that's, that's one of my Q4 focus things is yeah. no phone first thing, eight yeah. out of 90 days for Q to, to the end of the year. Um, and I think I've maybe done it once or twice just through not, not thinking not thinking about it. Yeah, it's like every, every, pretty much every, I think it's only ever been on the weekends where I've ballsed it up a little bit, but, um, yeah. So you just make it more inconvenient. So like I say, get the apps off your phone. Then when you yes. go to check it, like they're not there. So it can't, again, anything that you can do to slow the process down to, yes. to create mm. moments where you have to think it is going to save you. But, um, yeah, I, you know, win the morning, win the day for me. Like that, the first hour I spend what I call just bulletproof in my mind. So okay. Before I throw my emails and social media on, I'm like, whatever anyone's commented, if someone's triggered me, if I get an email that means I've got to put out a load of fires today, whatever it is, it's cool. I can deal with it. But I can't deal with it before I've done my hour of getting my head into gear because I don't okay. wake up in the same mindset I do uh, until I've done this hour routine that I've got. Yeah, and that's something I've been finding is that first hour. Yeah. Last week as well, my fucking head was in the ground. And I, I remember standing in the shower, like I was standing about to turn the shower and I was like, why the fuck am I getting up today? What's the fucking yeah. point? Uh, but then, and again, like, I'm like, well, firstly, what does that mean? And two, like, again, where's my energy at? Yeah. Am I doing stuff that's, that's serving me? Or am I just looking, looking at it wrong? Yeah. I mean, I have to, I have to have three, three purposes in the morning, do three priorities each day. Like I have to yeah. have three reasons to do the fucking work, you know? Yeah, for sure. If I can't find reasons to get up. Like I'm going to have to create them. Like you can't live like that. You can't yeah. live a fulfilled life like that. If, if you can't think of one thing that you need to do say, as a priority. And this could be any, something that contributes towards your life or someone else's, anything anything that you know gives you a purpose because yeah. you don't want to be in that mindset of like what am i fucking getting out of bed for and, and i really feel the pain of anyone who's in that place because it's horrible man it's horrible like you know it's it's not not pleasant feeling like that it really hurts but as we've said usually you'll get to a point where you go i'm fucking fed up of feeling like this man like, yeah. I've, got to do, I've got to do something you might not even know what that is you have that little switch don't you that little mental switch that says right come on get your fucking sword and shield out we're preparing for battle yeah we're your, not, your big we're boy not, pants yeah yeah mate we're not fucking <laughs> this anymore this this fucking sucks man it mm. sucks way more than the discomfort of having to go out and actually challenge myself man. but yeah like that that can be such like a like a like a low a low negative energy but then you could go to like a a, a good place where change happens is like a is a high negative energy because you're like no no, fuck this. Yeah. And then you can start working to get yourself into a place where it is, it is high good. positive or like a low positive. But yeah, pain's like, good, dude. Pain is a real good nudge, man. Uh, a lot of my good, the good that I've got in my life has come from a place of real bad pain, you know. So I, I don't discourage yeah, agree. I think it's a good sign, you know. It's, it's something that's just saying, look at, look at this situation. Have a look at me, you know. What is this pain? Why is it there? What, what's it telling me to do? Why am I feeling in pain? Uh, and it's a nudge. It's a it's a fucking built the ass. Do something, Alex. Do change something. Something is not right. Um, and yeah, I'm I welcome that now. And uh, I don't run away from pain like I used to. Um, you know, I look at it. I step back. I look at it and, and try and work out what it's actually telling me. Um, 
again it's, it's not as easy as it sounds it's, it's very challenging but um yeah i'm unwilling to accept it anymore knowing that life is so fucking short yeah 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 no absolutely like i yeah 100% agree there like so sometimes it it can catch you and it makes that jaw spin and you're like whoa okay but other times and this is certainly where i feel i'm at, i'm still getting the instead of like letting it letting that punch land i'm like i'm ducking yeah and but I'm, another day right sorry yeah survive another day but i'm like next I, like, I need to get need to use that as an alarm clock to put my head forward and let it hit me in the chin and let yeah. it let it be that but i'm like it's it's the pain it's the discomfort like it is it's yeah. not nice going through it but like what's like just imagine the benefit like what what could you gain those little ducks and dives that you just spoke about they're for me they're the distractions so they're, they're the things that hide us from looking at what we should be looking at so those little fucking ducks, yeah, boom, that, there's your hour on social media. Fucking duck to the side, there's your fucking hour of shit TV that you said you wouldn't watch. Do you know what I mean? They're always taking us away yeah. from what we say we want in our life or what we say we need to do. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, if we can remove those distractions, then we're almost forced to have a look at what we're doing with ourselves. Mm. We're forced to, to have a look at what's serving us and what isn't. And, and that can only be a good thing. That can only bring about good results. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Or, I mean, even for people, they can just let it, let yourself have bad, bad results and bad outcomes. But I'm like, I don't, I don't, personally, I don't get that. It's not in my, my stratosphere of things. Like I've seen and I've been around that sort of energy of like, oh, it, yeah, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter, whatever, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, nah, like it's not, it's not me. And I've always, like whenever that was sort of going on and happening, I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't sit sit right. But I guess that's just where my like it's obviously where like your your values and your morals are at with it all. Yeah, I think so. And I think a level of it is like you know one of my really good friends. Um, you know, it was a very very simple life. You know, not not really much excitement going on. Um, and and he, you know he tells me he's happy, but there's a fine line between happy and just just kind of almost resigned or accepting that life is just fucking boring and this is how it is. You know, there's a big difference between that and being content that, you know, and I think a lot of guys fall into the trap where they think they're content and happy, but they're not. They're just really at that level of acceptance. Like, and again, it's just sad to see, man. And you know, sometimes you, you're around people that you love and you know, you can see that they're a bit scared to take the next step or you can see there's things they want to do with their life, but they just don't want to risk it. They want to play it safe. Uh, and again, totally get it. There's no judgment there because I still do this at some points in my own life. I just do it less than I used to. Um, but when you become aware, it's really fucking hard because you can see everyone out, what everyone else is doing as well. And it's hard to keep your focus because especially with people you love, you want the best for them. So you don't want them to be sitting in the house wasting away their life. You want them to get out into the world and fucking do something. So to, to, you know, to, be, to be really aware and awake and see that you know other people are wasting their time watching the news all the time, and it's and it's causing them to be anxious. Like that's hard to take on all that stuff. Yeah, it's really fucking hard, especially if you love that person. It's really yeah. fucking hard, dude. For sure, for sure, absolutely. And again, again, you you've helped with the flow of the podcast. You, you dropped in another seed for the next thing that we're going to talk about, <laughs> um, and that's and that's habits. Yeah, obviously, it's a good forty percent of our day is. Is yeah. habits. Um, again, probably the best 
yeah, no, probably top three books I've ever. I'm more of a listener than a reader. Um, yeah. but the top top three books, Atomic Habits by James Clear, absolutely amazing book. Golden, absolutely golden. golden. Yeah, not my teaching is based from his stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie, it's his his, his yeah. book. You could teach it way better than I ever could. So anyone listening, oh. rather than listen to me, go and buy fucking Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it's it's so, but it's not just about habits there's so much more in there but it all all, he ties it so beautifully back to habits every single fucking time yeah the guy's got it the guy's on point with that book brilliant yeah amazing basic as well it's it's not it's not massively complicated book which for me makes it makes it all the more genius yeah brilliant that's why i understood it because it's so easy (laughs) exactly you know what i mean it's like oh someone's telling me in simple fucking language how to make my life better thank you Like, that's what I wanted to hear. Honestly, that's why I never got along with, or I never quite settled with uh, Why We Sleep. Oh, okay. Uh, I will go back to it eventually, but um, it was just, it was just, it was so much. And I was like, it's, I was like, just, could you dumb it down a bit for me? And especially, yeah. like, I think I've set myself up for failure as I would always listen to it of an evening. Well, I'm like, well, I'm fucking tired and my energy's low. And I'm like, yeah there's some stuff you'll probably you'll probably go to those books when you're ready like i've uh, only yeah, started to read books by like freud um carl Jung, um re- you know really quite deep books um divine ceo by jeff thompson phenomenal even the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. it's like i've read it five times now and each time i read it i kind of get it a little bit more um but it's yeah it's quite deep um and jeff calls these like entry-level books you know like you know at middleton um, Ross Esley, they're great books. You know, James Smith, they're good to read. They're easy oh, yeah, to read. Yeah, I, I absolutely love Not a Diet Book. I, they're wicked. A lot right? of things. I've always been a big fan of James. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was things that I learned. I learned about like, like hunger hormones and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. something that just never really come into my circle. Yeah. I didn't. I'm like, oh yeah, leptin, ghrelin, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm like, it was with, with James, it was always to support him. Yeah. You like him. And it, it, I really yeah. like the guy. <laughs> Yeah. And but I went for a week with him at IFS. Time. It was great. <laughs> yeah, there's your entry-level books. You kind of know yeah. what you're going to get. You don't really learn anything new, which is getting, it's cool because it's entertainment, right? Mm. But these books that challenge us, they're kind of where I'm at now. You know, they you pass the entry level. So there's only so much kind of like SAS books I can read and, uh, and base level, you know, self, self-help books I can read. I think I've read you know, hundreds of them. Now, yeah, now I'm reading books that are, are like going over my head or I'm having to read each page like three times. So I'm like, what the, you know, I've just read a page. I haven't got a fucking clue what this, what, what's been said. Um, but I'm getting interested in those books. You know, I'm learning new things, more spiritual books. Um, and yeah, I'm actually enjoying it. Um, but that's took years and years of practice. Um, but you have to start, like we've spoken about the basics, like just picking yeah. up any self-help book is a great start. And I, I don't know if I like the word self-help because that's developmental books. They're self-development. I think anyone who picks up a self-help book, a lot of guys will think, well, that means I've got a fucking problem. Uh, and whether that's the case or not, not many guys would want to admit that they've got a problem. So, you know, we don't read self-help books, that kind of attitude. Um, whereas I'm obsessed with them. I love them. Um, and I want to write something similar uh, one day that is, yeah, that is going to help some people who, yeah, sure. you know, pick it up and read it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, another on the entry level um, for me, for me as well. That was satellite not giving a fuck. Yeah, great that reason. Was the first one, and it was such a good entry level. Yeah, 
and like it does start to open doors and like ever since i i've all, i think i've always wanted to be in the self-help and self-development kind of not game but to do it as well like for me personally i think that was very much opened the door and yeah maybe nothing it did take a bit of a while i did need to give it a bit of a re-listen maybe i took things too literally because yeah. i went from giving less of a fuck to none yeah and I, th- I just took it too extreme and I had to start after I've gotten to a point where I felt I was like, where I was like, I've got to start caring a little bit more because I'm, I'm not caring about anything or anyone. And that's, that's as destructive as caring too much. Again, like it's finding that objective middle ground where it's, you're not doing too much, you, but you're not doing too little. And all we spoke about is, yes, yeah, yeah. you know, those people whose opinions actually count for yeah. you or, or, or yeah it's the it, i call it the goldilocks zone just okay. just right just yeah. right yeah, absolutely yeah. but again it's all practice right you've, you've got to learn by doing haven't you yeah and it, again it's this not being afraid to be afraid to be wrong yeah yeah i may may have caused a lot upset some people by not ca- fucking caring or going too far with things but then i know where that boundary is now yeah, and it may, it may have hurt some people, and I may have lost some people through it, but I know, and like, it's it was it was like, I'm not like a malicious person. I don't actively go out to be try and upset them today. It's just I start again. Like now, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But it was yeah. Again, it's just how they, again how they take it as well. It's it's this is the beauty yeah. of life and development and people. Unfortunately, when you, if you fuck up big you often hurt people mm. and then part of the healing process you have you have to accept that and yeah you have to somehow get past that because it's not just you you've done damage to it's other people and again something else that really crippled me for years was like you know i really hurt some people that i loved like really hurt them and i couldn't really justify it either i couldn't work it out in my head why i'd done it um but i just knew that there was a lot of damage done to to, to me to other people uh, and that's that's the thing with making bad decisions and, and big fuck ups. Like, yeah, there there is a consequence, unfortunately, to pay. Like, you never just go, oh, fucked up, and that's it. Like, it will have a knock on effect. Like, things will be different for you. Like, you, you can't avoid that, unfortunately. Um, and it depends whether you believe in karma or not. Sometimes you have to pay for your mistakes. Um, yeah, you know, and and that can be dealt to us in many ways. But that's that's a different different topic altogether but it's uh, yeah. there are consequences to fucking up in life aren't there painful ones sometimes yeah again it's, it's it's a it's a cause it's a cause and effect like i fucking well i went to bristol like in the summer it's probably a couple of months ago now i went in the driven bus lane yeah a fucking ticket for it i fucked so, up and i paid the price for it yeah, there you go. But that's, that's the best way to learn mm. that's the best way to learn when we there is a consequence but and then when we went in back again, there have to be consequences to not doing what you said you would. Otherwise, you will get away with it. Why would you? Why would you do uh, the thing if there's no consequence? Mm. Like just like the, you know, if there's no reward, why would you do the work if you haven't got a reward for doing it? That's uh, that's a James Clear thing as well. Yeah, it's like what? Absolutely. Is it is it appealing? Is it attractive? Is it like? And again, I think some some of the things and a lot of reason people don't do things like. I think a lot of mental turbulence people have around like weight loss in particular. And that's obviously the majority of people that I work with. I actually, I think I've pretty much exclusively worked with weight loss now. Um, and it's, it's like, so I think the reason that some people don't start because the end goal seems so far away. 
But I'm like, bro, yeah, you're fucking running before, again, running before you can walk. What's the first thing that we can do? We can look at losing that first kilo or that first pound and then repeat. And then yeah, repeat. It's like telling the, 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 you know, the dude who's got 10 stones to lose that he's going to have a six pack one day. It's like, well, that's not going to motivate him. He's, you know, he's, he's 10 stone away from that. Like, you know, like exactly. you say, like, well, what comes first? It's the, it's the first pound. Like, you have to lose the first pound to get to the six pack. You have to, you, you know, that's yeah. the ladder you want to climb. So there, there's where you fix up your eyes. There's where you fix that's where cool. you're looking. Absolutely. Um, so I know there's something that you mentioned in in like the, in the quarterly. Um, how how do our habits create help us create energy? Well, yeah, I believe your energy will be found in your habits. So in your routine. Okay. So rather you know rather than waking up and thinking you know how do, how can I move myself into a more energetic state, your routine should take care of that. So the example that I've used already is you know I get up and I do this hour routine, you know, a bit of reading, a bit of writing, and that straight away elevates my energy. But that is in my routine. That's my habit and routine now. So I don't have to wake up and search for these things. They're just there. The habit of creating energy is there for me. It's in my routine. And in your routine is where your habits will live. So that's what I do. And I think if you can find some kind of good routine, that serves you. So, you know, you've highlighted the things that serve you, highlighted the things that don't, and then you've worked really hard to create a day that has as much of the things in that serve you as possible. There's where you're going to find your energy, you know, creating good days, creating as many good days as you can, creating as many good hours as you can. And, and that's it, dude. Like it's that basic for me. It's like, how can we create better days? How can we do more things that make us happy and serve us? That's it. There, there's your energy. You know, you get that right. You're on point. Yeah. It's, it's the excitement and enthusiasm as well. that I, I feel as well. Like, I mean, I, I was in a pretty decent situation uh, not too long ago, and I was like, Meh, not interested, wasn't excited. Yeah, I wasn't excited. I was like, quite of excitement, don't we? It's, it's something that a lot of guys just forget about fun and excitement. And it's like, yeah, yeah shit, you know, it's not really on our priority list to have fun and excitement. It should be, but it isn't. Like, usually, yeah. like, especially if you're driven, what's on your priorities is to get shit done. Like, and and we're probably guilty of this where we just want to be productive like we only do things that are productive like sometimes it's good to do things that are just fucking fun like there's no outcome apart from enjoying yourself you know even if you're not good at playing the guitar but you want to play the guitar because it's fun like that that is a good thing to do yeah like i think I, we i even had that one on uh friday evening it was watching the new borat film Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, if you if you watched it and you like that sort of thing, like the well, first I'm really immature, so I, oh, I, I dude, you'll love I, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I love Borat anyway. I love the old old school Borat stuff. So oh, gonna, you, you yeah. don't think in a in 2020 you could do yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, even better. I can't wait. To it kind of that. does, and yeah. that and people like he outs people as well, which is like. <laughs> And it's but it's done in such a way that he doesn't like you don't realize that he's out in people, yeah. And yeah. he like the character doesn't realize he's done that, and he just says these things. And Brilliant. that's why he's genius. That guy, he's really oh, he's, yeah. Really even even cool. like with the dictator, that, the film that he did with that, that was. It's very satirical, but and points and highlights out some key world problems. Yeah, it takes the piss out of it, but it's still funny. And like again, we then we start making light of like all these all these things like dictators and ruining 
millions of yeah. people's lives. And but yeah, any, any, we'll, we'll stop talking about that. Again, the moral of the story is long term, there isn't gonna, there was never gonna be like a, a an overwhelming benefit of me watching that film. I did it because it was fucking fun, and I wanted funny, and I wanted to. Yeah, but yeah, there was absolutely. no, yeah, there was no long term like, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't like, need to be like, for everything that we do. Uh, mm. And again, this is, yeah, we can lose sight of that as driven yeah, guys. Oh, right? massively. Uh, but again, it's bringing yourself back to centre, stepping back and looking at these things and, and being aware of it. Um, mm. Yeah, we need reminding all the time that we're allowed to have fun. And it's good for us to have fun. It's good for us. It's good for our creativity. It's good for our energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100% agree, mate. Um, and like, how, how do we, I know obviously habits sort of come from from the rapid repetition um but how how do we sort of create that sort of the strategies that help that sort of come come together and how have you found things to put into your habits as such or is it yeah. more a deliberate or is it more like a passive thing that happens well i think when you start investigating your current habits like yeah they've just happened right like obviously there's been behaviors behind them that have fixated them into to your day but the first cha- the first kind of thing you need to do is be aware of your habits. Like you have to, to, to do that to, to change. You have to know what you're doing in order to change it or direct your energy elsewhere. But um, again, something that is uh, really stood out to me in the Atomic Habits book was this whole idea of like habit stacking. So yes. looking at the current habits you've got. And I always use this example because every guy has bought multivitamins in the past and always forgotten to fucking take them. It's like when you buy those vitamins and, you know, you've got some from like 2004, you're like, fuck, you know, all I've got to do is take one a day and you do the whole thing about, I'll take my vitamin. And if you remember, you do, if you don't, you don't, Uh, or you get halfway through the day and you think, did I take my vitamin today or not? So I do what's called habit stacking. So I automatically get out of bed at 6am. I automatically come downstairs and I automatically put the kettle on. For me, that's like fucking, I don't think about that. Like, pilot sort of thing. Yeah. Have a cup of tea. So I, know that now so i've got the the knowledge that i could say right i'm going to leave a little post-it note next to the kettle that says take your vitamins so now it's get up flip the kettle on see this note take my vitamins and i did that for a few months and now i don't need the note because now the new normal the new non-thinking alex does those three things simultaneously i get up kettle on while the kettle's on i take my vitamins so I call that, well, that's what he refers to as habit stacking. So yeah. I'll take something that I'm already doing, chuck something in the middle of it, and then I'll go on to my morning routine, which is already a habit. So I've just kind of like thrown that in the middle of something. But I needed that little prompt, dude. I needed that little sticky yeah. note that said, take, yeah, because I wasn't going to remember. Like, I could have all the intention in the world. It's fucking 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm not going to fucking remember to take my morty bit in. But this little post-it note that says, Alex, don't be a dick. Like, take your vitamin. Like, oh, the reminder. Yeah, that, that's what I needed at that point. And again, another good thing if you're trying to create habits, create some prompts, reminders, anything you can automate, do it. Little yeah. fucking alarms on your phone, whatever it is, you know, a nudge. The Fitbits now say, get up and move. Anything that goes prompt, prompt, yeah. prompt. My, my Apple Watch at 10, 10 to the hour every hour if I haven't moved. Yeah. yeah, so guess what? Like, you create the habit of moving because you're told every hour. Uh, and people think that this going back to what we said about a guy thinks he can just willpower his way to everything. You can't. Like we need to be smart and set ourselves up. Where's the reminder? Where's the reward? Where's the consequence? All these things we need to look at. Something as simple as a post-it note can create the habit that you're after. It's just we don't we don't take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. Again, a big a big thing. But with the habit stacks, uh, I know James Clay is 
he's very much like I do this, then I do this, then I do this, and it's it's just becoming that like autopilot. And I mean, I I was having to think about it earlier when I was writing these notes um, of like habits and energy. But sure, I was again correct. I'm I'm up for your opinion. But what I was thinking is if you have like the autopilot on and you're doing these things, it probably doesn't take an awful lot of energy, don't you think? Like that uh, could almost save energy. Like you, you're not necessarily actively thinking about all of these different things. Yeah, no, it can. But also to, it could be to your detriment. This is why highlighting whether these habits that you've got okay. are serving you or not. Yeah, because a lot of our bad habits, if you think, like we just walk in through the door at the end of the day, sit down on the couch, grab the remote, boom, there's a, there's a habit. It mm. just might not be the one that's getting us what we want. So rather than look at good or bad habits, it, it is just, yeah, is it getting me closer to what I want? Yeah. That, that's the better question rather than good or bad. Because for you, a good habit might be my bad habit. My bad habit might be your good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So any, it, it's just asking that question, does it get me closer to where I want to be? Is that be it's the being, the being subjective. Like, um, it's, I, I, again, whenever I've got like a, like a consult and I'm like, people are like, I want to be healthier. And I'm like, cool, that's great. But I'm like, what's healthy? You're healthy, similar to my healthy. How do we measure healthy? You're, are you seven healthies out of 10? Like, like where, 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 where are you at with it? That's, that's the thing that I, I say to people is, obviously you, you can say healthy. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think we, everyone could increase their level of health whether it's mental health physical health whatever but i'm like how how much is how much is that that's that's the that's the one thing i say i'm again it's a kind of put a number on it kind of put a date on it yeah but that's our job right isn't it to uh, yeah uh, as, a, as a coach for sure yeah to i to, do always question question it and get guy get people to look at it and be like right yeah you might think that eight thousand steps a day and however many cups of tea or whatever is 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 a healthy is a healthy thing or you might think veganism is a healthy thing yeah it may be more you might end up being to be forced to eat more nutrient dense foods but you you more than likely going to probably be insufficient in protein like there's always a it's always a, it's, again what, what does that health look like to you yeah, sometimes they just won't know the answer to, you know, absolutely people like, oh, yeah, about steps and, you know, they, they might not know any. So, yeah, it's our job to, I guess, to educate. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, awesome. So, I mean, one, one thing that you said in the quarterly, and I know for me and a lot of the other guys, it's, uh, it stood out. Um, and I just want you to expand and get, get some of your thoughts and some insights into it. Is one thing you did say is you can't fight a demon. That you that you keep feeding, yeah. So I, everyone was like, "Shit!" And I sort of saw on that the um, saw on the little yeah, cameras on Zoom, and everyone was like, "Shit!" He's just said that, and everyone was like, Poof. "But yeah, it'd be awesome if you could expand, give some insight, give some um, give some like little knowledge bombs on that one." Yeah, and again, dude, I hate to be boring, but I, I think I'm I've covered most of it in some of the some of the stuff I've yes. said. So yeah, yeah. yeah, if there are things that are not serving you that are getting you what you don't want then it needs to go so if i'm feeling depressed for example uh, and i continuously feed that depression by watching the news all the time mm. i'm you know and i'm saying i don't want it to be depressed but i'm watching this shit that, that's not helping me i'm feeding it i'm feeding that energy 
and it's as simple as that. You know, if I'm eating crap and I'm feeling crap or I'm eating crap and I'm, you know, I'm three stone overweight, I'm feeding that fucking demon. I'm feeding the thing that I'm trying to get rid of. The thing that's fucking killing me and making me miserable is the thing I'm giving my energy to. It's the thing I'm feeding. It's the thing that's growing inside of me. Hence the palette of like, I need to be careful and cautious and on guard of everything I'm reading, watching, uh, who I'm speaking, all this stuff, dude. Because I can easily feed the thing that I'm saying out loud I'm trying to kill. And all I'm doing is going, here's some more food. Fucking keep living in me, man. Like, keep, keep hurting me. You know what I mean? The same thing I'm complaining about is the same thing I'm trying to kill. It's the same thing I'm feeding. And again, it's, as, it's really is as simple as that. It, it, it's, yeah, we've got to pay attention to it. We've got to. Because logically, it doesn't make sense. Logically, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But we are all guilty of doing it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I can remember that many things. Yeah, yeah. I should, yeah. Like, but we, we all, again, demons, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, like voice in your head or, 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 or whatever that, however you see it. Like, yeah, yeah I, I think that was, that's something I definitely wanted to talk about was the whole fight, fighting, fighting, fighting things. Demons a, yeah, demons is a strong word. And that's what I feel like I've been battling with over the last kind of like, well, for, forever. Yeah. So I, I probably might have to be more cautious than most. Um, yeah. But I do watch what I do now um, and pay close attention to, to, yeah, whether I'm starving these things or whether I'm fueling them. Because I don't want to be fueling something that I'm trying to get rid of. That's why, again, I cut, cut pornography out of my life. Like, it, was, it was a bit of a, I don't want to say addiction, but like you ask, you know, how many guys could give up porn if you asked them to? I'm not sure how many could. Like it, it, it you know, it, it takes point. a lot of guys' attention. Like, you know, how, how many guys could stop wanking off? Like, yeah. How many guys could have the control to stop wanking? Like, the, you know, few, this yeah. shows you where your real self control is at. And these are fucking hard things to do, mate. Yeah. It took me several attempts, more than several, like lots of attempts to give up cigarettes and to give up porn. Yeah. Loads of attempts. The amount of times I said, I'm going to stop watching porn. And it literally was like calling me going, fucking, come on, Alex, come on, give me a watch, man. Give me a yeah. watch, come on. And yeah, I would, I would always go back to it. Um, yeah. Make, it makes that, the, the thumb hover over the P, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so easy and accessible, pornography. It was like, literally, it was like a tap away on the phone. And I remember having this conversation with Paul, and I said to Paul Moore, I said, in my opinion, if you can't give something up, you're addicted. Yeah. So therefore, I was addicted to pornography because I couldn't give it up. Yeah. And I, someone just was telling me that I didn't need it in my life. It was a big distraction. It was affecting relationships. And I've worked with guys that have, you know, not been able to have sex with their partners um, because they don't find them attractive anymore or whatever. Uh, and they can't get a hard on, but they can get a hard on for porn. Yeah. That, 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 that focus and that like. Well, it's, it, yeah. It, you know, it now on that, it's not on like a physical person who's in front of you. Absolutely, dude. And let's face it, that you know the women in pornography, some you know bleached blonde hair, massive fake tits, perfect body. Mm. Again, not real life, right? But you become accustomed to that. And with porn, you need more new stuff to get off to it. Like you can't keep watching the same porno for twenty years and, and get turned on by it. You go to something a little bit harder, or yeah. you know, a different bird, or whatever it is. And then yeah, it's like, well, where does that end? Like if you need more, like food. Like sometimes a chocolate bar a day can satisfy our cravings, but after a while we need two chocolate bars. Yeah. And it's, it's same with like training as well. Sometimes that, okay, yeah. 
15 kilo dumbbell isn't going to hit the spot. You're going to need yeah. that 17, and then you're going to need the 20. Then you're going to imagine, need. The imagine, imagine doing 15 kilo bench press for 20 years. You wouldn't see, and it wouldn't do nothing. You could do it in your sleep. Same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, where, where do these bad habits end? Like, mm. you know, where do they stop? And I, and I was quite aware of that. I was like, you know, I don't want to find out. I don't want to go down that route. Um, so that, yeah, when I talk about the demons, all these things that were dragging me down um, and what I thought were contributing to, to the behaviours that I was that I was seeing in my life that I didn't want, yeah. you know, I had to look at what was maybe triggering them or causing them. And yeah, I had to try and fucking kill them off and cut them or at least reduce the amount of shit going into my body. For sure. that, that, that's what I've done. It's, it's been a case of reduction, like get rid of certain things. And I'm still doing this. It's a lifelong journey. Like get rid of the things that are no good for you, Alex. Get rid of the things that are causing your mental health not to be where you want it to be. Um, and we can, you know, we can get all fancy on mental health, but sometimes people who are suffering just neglect the basics way too much. Yeah. You know, they want to feel better, but they're, they're not willing to give up the things that are continuously dragging them down. Yeah, for sure. Abs absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for your insights into that, mate. That was, I think that's really insightful and it, it will hopefully it will open a lot of people's eyes. So if we I won the award for longest uh, time on your show. Oh, it's going to be up there. Dude, Mac, Mac, I think Mac had it. For sure. Did he? Mac had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think now. I'm going to go on um, Spotify and double check. Yeah, because I've spoke for a long time, bro. That's all good. That's all good, good sir. Uh, why is that telling me? It's going to start playing it and it'd be like Inception, a podcast in a podcast. <laughs> Mac was an hour and an hour and a half. Oh, I think dude, that's I, been the longest I, one. I think we've been, we've beaten that now quite considerably. We've beaten that. I, I told you. I, dude. I've not finished my questions yet. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. Then. So final three. These are much lighter, much less intense. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be like uh, off. You gives you an opportunity. We'll have a bit of a laugh and then just get finish, just like finish off on a bit of a light, lighter note because we've we've delved into some some deep fucking shit as well. Dude, um, I, I, yeah, I was turning everything lighthearted into some serious fucking. Beef. Honestly, dude, like, yeah, this is exactly exactly what we were exactly what we were after. But yeah, right. but first, first off, what's the yep. worst date you've ever been on? Worst date? Yes. Now I forgot what a date is, dude. Um, <laughs> worst date? I think. I tell you what, it was. It weren't anything terrible. And again, this, no, maybe should I talk about this one? Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> Well, firstly, she dug her um, fork into a tomato and a seed shot out the tomato into my eye. That weren't great. Um, oh, hit, oh, tomatoes, but, though. Ooh, not a fan. And the meal was super expensive, which was my bad because I picked this posh restaurant, super expensive drinks. Oh. Uh, picked, picked this nice girl up, took her home. And the thing that, that I'd say it was the worst date is she didn't even offer to buy a drink, right? Now, hear me out on this one before. I'm like, that's <laughs> a male chauvinist. I w I'm traditional. I like to pay for the first date. Oh, yeah, likewise. But I also like the, the, the female to just say, can I buy a drink or do you want some? You know, just to offer. Because the problem is, you set, it's like in the dating game now, like let's face yeah, it, impressive. date one, you go to a flashy restaurant, you pay for everything. Like, Does that mean like you have to do it on date two and you have to level up? So I got a bit panicky. But yeah, I've never really had any horror dates, dude, to be honest. I've, they've always been all right. I've, yeah. I've probably felt lucky on that. So sorry to be boring. 
That's um, fine. No one ever seems to have it, have any, and I'm like, oh, no, dude, it's that kind of question where I'll get off the the fucking podcast and I'll be like, damn, you'll watch that me in like an hour's time, be like, yeah, I'll be actually, like, I'll have a horror date. Yeah, I've just chosen to forget it. Funnily enough, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the next, the next one. Uh, so it's kind of like I found that people were just like getting a bit confused or like uh, with this one. So basically, this is what a question with two parts to it. So what's the best place you've ever visited one in the uk two worldwide okay i've visited quite a lot of places uh i would say italy is my favorite country to visit food yep. uh, good weather beautiful women um, pasta pizza pasta. gelato <laughs> yeah great beer yeah, awesome awesome in the uk just on the scottish 500 coastline that, that was pretty impressive i love scotland absolutely oh dude it's amazing camper van all the way around the coast unbelievable amazing Uh, and again i'm always guilty of this i've just got back from cambridge and i always think the last place i've been to is the best Uh, but cambridge really was awesome like so many restaurants because i live in quite a quiet village so like you know Mm. i'm there there's coffee shops everywhere which i love Uh, record shops uh, clothes shops bars restaurants you know loads of students so it's quite lively and i loved it i absolutely loved it cambridge was pretty amazing so yeah i'm going to go with those two but again i'll, I'll think later if i should have said this awesome again like i said the last like exciting place i went was south shields and i'm like oh yeah south shields is great <laughs> i like south shields man. I've i got do like, as well i like, love i'm attached to that place now because it's changed my life and yeah, I, abso- I love it. absolutely love yeah that. awesome and then finally what is your life motto or mantra that you do live the, by? Do the work. There you go. There's an easy nice. question. Byron Katie. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, again, I've been saying it for years. I don't know where it came from. But, um, but Katie, was uh, it Byron Katie or Katie Byron? Byron. But then just a woman. I'm like, am I, I'm calling a woman Byron. And I'm like, I feel a bit weird about that. Yeah, then, yeah. Is her yeah. name just Katie? Yeah, she's, 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 I mean, she's, awesome. she's sick. Yeah, she's awesome. Mine's a bit more gritty of like, do do the fucking work. Um, I think yeah, she's a put the more, fucking in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a bit more educational on her and spiritual on her yeah. approach. To oh life. yeah, but yeah, that's my motto. I believe in it one hundred percent, and I think it can make everybody's life better if they did the work. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. Whatever. Yeah. Again, it's it's not judge judge thy neighbor worksheets no. and, and it's not like that's, that is that's... Grind. yeah it's what we've spoke about all the things that you know you need to do do the fucking work on them yeah absolutely absolutely mate thanks so much for coming on the show again uh, you've got the record for the longest podcast and it's been a it's been an absolute absolute corker it's been some real real deep insights and we've not held back uh, no mate I, i'm, I'm no, glad thank you so much for asking me on i hope people it's absolute pleasure. Fun. 